0: Welcome to Dilly Ding Dilly Dong, the Leicester Mercury's Leicester City podcast. I'm Rob Taylor, Leicester City writer. I'm joined by Jordan Blackwell, my colleague here at Mercury Towers, and uh, we're here to discuss the latest developments at the King Power Stadium. And it's been quite a busy day already. We've had a press conference ahead of the. FA Cup tie at Derby County tomorrow night but it's been the, uh, the transfer news today that has been dominating things hasn't it Jordan you've been on the Google machine checking out everything that's been going on whilst I've been down the press conference and there's been plenty to discuss isn't
1: there yeah there's been lots of updates on uh, Gaston Ramirez uh, first thing this morning we saw the news that uh, he'd handed in a transfer request at Middlesbrough since then we've had confirmation from Borough that uh, they've rejected a bid from Leicester City uh, for the Uruguayan uh, although Claudio Ranieri, as
0: always, is remaining tight-lipped. Yeah, he did go a little bit further than uh, than he usually did. Normally he just says, speculation, speculation, I don't discuss speculation. But today, when he was asked whether the Gaston Ramirez possible deal would be linked to Leo Joa leaving. He said, no, no, they're very different players. And then he started to talk about how Gaston Ramirez can play wide, he can play as a number 10. Uh, so he, he went into a little bit of more detail than he would normally uh, on, that, on that speculation. But uh, interesting all the same. Now, how do you think Gaston Ramirez would fit in at Leicester City? Well, it's interesting that you say Ranieri's noticed that he can
1: play at number 10, so I think that's the role he would play. Uh, at Leicester, I think he would be um, playing as the, the almost the support striker role. I don't think um, this sort of the role that Shinji Okazaki sort of sort of fills at the at the minute. Um, I don't think he'll replace either of the wingers. Uh, I think it, what Leicester will want him for is to provide some creativity, um, but also because the opposition will know he can maybe you know. Make a good through ball and set up a chance or whatever. Um, the opposition might not focus on Rio Morrez so much, and it might give him a little bit more freedom as well but i don 't think um, the likes of Mark Albrighton and Damari Gray will be particularly under threat from Ramirez. I think he will be considered as a, a link man between
0: the, the central midfielders and the strikers. I certainly agree with that I think they 've got enough wide players as it is, and I know. Ramirez can play uh, wide, but I think it's in more central areas that they want a little bit more creativity. You get honesty and endeavour from Shinji Okazaki, uh, but I think Leicester City are looking for a little bit more quality in there. I mean, Shinji as well is normally a main striker, certainly is with Japan as well, and he would be vying for that starting slot ahead of Ramirez, I I suggest. But interesting, we're talking about um, strikers because obviously he wasn't the only one that was uh, being discussed today at the press conference, Leonardo Ulloa once again was uh, on, the, uh, on the tip of everybody's uh, tongue. And Claudio was asked about the comments that his agent uh, said to a national newspaper this week where he branded Claudio a liar and an egotist. Uh, now, Claudio had a meeting with Leo yesterday morning down the training ground to clear the air. Leo said that they weren't his uh, words and they weren't prompted by him either. Claudio insists there's no problem between the two of them. They've got a good relationship. He supports Leo, uh, and that uh, he wants to keep him. But Leo is still got his heart set on leaving the club. Do you think that's possible? Do you think he he, he, can, he can stay and carry on? Do you think that relationship is still as strong as Claudio would suggest? I think I think Claudio's
1: a, a nice enough man that most of the players will will get on really well with him, and I think. Also, Leo Ijo is the sort seems like the sort of player that won't hold grudges and won't be sort of, um, you know, sort of a backstabbing sort of player. Um, but I think if if Leo wants to leave, and I think you know there was rumours about him leaving in the summer as well. You know, he had to make do with just one Premier League start over the last six months. I, I really do think he'll want to leave. I, I don't think he'll his relationship with Ranieri will be affected too much, and I think. I think Ranieri will get on fine with him, and he won't sort of hold any grudges against Ulloa, uh because of the agent's comments. But I don't think it would be best for Ujoua to stay. I don't, particularly if Ramirez is, is going to play at number ten. If Leicester do sign him, then you would think that there's only going to be one main striker role. Which, given there is Slomani in there, Vardy, Okazaki, you would say they're probably all ahead of Ujoua um, in the pecking order. So. I don't think Leicester really need him and I think they would be better off you know because of the because of the work he's done over the past 2 years because of how much he's helped the team I really think it would be you know they should say fair enough Leo uh, we'll, we'll let you go to a new team
0: I think Leicester City would let him go but they need the right um, money to be coming in. They turned down £9 million from Swansea City in August, we know that. So anywhere around that region, if somebody wants to come in and, and take Leo uh, in the next five days before the window shuts, I think uh, somewhere in the region of that, certainly £1.7 million, which was bid by alvarez is way, way below the market rate for a 30-year-old who's got 18 months left on his contract and has just won the Premier League title. I don't think Leo is worth a lot more than that. And I don't think Leicester City will... Will sell for uh, for Peanuts. They certainly won't give him away. Um, they'd rather keep him. I mean, this window is all about strengthening your squad, not weakening it. And uh, I know a lot of fans are concerned about lack of uh, signings coming in. We've mentioned Gaston Ramirez there. Uh, what the situation with Gaston is that he's obviously put in these transfer requests because he wants to leave. He's unsettled, and we believe Middlesbrough will accept a bid but how much that they will accept it would have to be around £15 million pound mark is the speculation but uh, I think Leicester fans are getting a, a little bit impatient now for a defender to come in interestingly today Claudio was asked about the lack of activity in terms of defenders and he said it's very difficult to find A the right uh, target and B to get the club to sell that target to Leicester City in this window and uh, he said if he doesn't get anybody in then he would be happy to go with Marcin Wasilewski and Johan Benalowicz back up to Wes Morgan and Robert Hoof. Would you be happy with that, Jordan? Um, I don't think they're
1: the the best defenders we, uh, Leicester have at the club. Um, I think Marcin Wasilewski, although has done very well in his his time at Leicester, I think he's got to an age now where he can't keep up with the pace of the Premier League. I and mean, when we saw even in the the League Cup game against. Uh, Chelsea, how much of a problem we had with Diego Costa and ended up getting sent off, uh, Ben Luan from the little we've seen of him doesn't seem to have the, the quality either to to be a Premier League defender um, so no, I don't, I don't think that's, if Leicester don't bring any defenders I don't think that's good for the season I think as solid as Wes Morgan and Robert Huth have been over the past 18 months or so, they've not um they've not really been at the top level uh this season and you know with you know they're both thirty two I think now um they're not going to get any better. Uh I there is a gap uh, with Leicester where they don't have any defenders um that are around that sort of peak age for a defender which you would say is sort of twenty seven, twenty eight. Uh you know, they've only got Chilwell younger than that and he's only twenty. Um so I think it really is a concern but also I, I agree with Ranieri that it is really difficult to bring in the quality defenders that you want because the, the defenders that Leicester wants are going to be the top performing defenders in certain clubs. And These clubs aren't going to sell uh, these defenders. We've seen this with, with the Serbi, he's Sassuolo's top defender. They're not going to sell him uh, if they don't need to and it doesn't look like they need to. Um, but it's certainly it's a concern, particularly without having any cover at right-back, I think, as well. Um, For a a while now, Leicester have sort of put a player in there whose position was right-back, whose secondary position was right-back. There's never been any real competition since Richard De left uh, for Danny Simpson in that role, and I think that's probably a particular concern because if Danny Simpson was to pick up an injury now, it would have to be, well, you would assume a Marte there, uh, who's played there once or twice, maybe Vasilevsky there, but you you wouldn't... No, f- you, you no. I've seen him play right back <laughs> once, never again.
0: <laughs> but no, yeah. you know, there's, yeah. there's not a
1: lot of options. If, no. we're, if, if we're talking about Vasilevsky as the, the second
0: man to to possibly play there in Simpson's absence, then th- that's not enough options, is it? No, Well, we'll see what happens over the next few days, but it's certainly an area that that uh, the club are trying to address. Uh, there was another piece of transfer news that's uh, broke this week, of, of in apparent interest from China in Islam Slimani. Now, Claudio was again asked about that today at his press conference and he said, uh, you know, China got a lot of money, but... Uh you know these these clubs, they have to pay a lot of money, and Islam Slimani is not for sale. So that should be the end of that, you would hope. Uh, a little bit of injury news on Slimani. He uh, rides back from the African Cup of Nations uh, later today, but he's got a groin injury, which is ruling him out of tomorrow's FA Cup tie with Derby County at Pride Park. Riyad Mahrez has returned and trained today. He is in contention, although uh, we wonder whether he would actually be uh, risked after coming off the back of a tournament. Where his training, it's quite intense. Whether he would play tomorrow night with Burnley's uh, the, the trip to Burnley on Tuesday night in mind, would you risk Riyad Mahrez tomorrow night? No, I wouldn't.
1: Uh, also, well, I I think mainly the players that got Leicester through the the third round deserve a chance to prove themselves again. Um, so people like maybe Ahmed Musa and Damari Gray, who both played in that win at, uh, at Goodison Park. Um, But also, I think Maris has just finished three games in nine days. He's only just flown back, and I I don't think he would be ready to play. Um, And certainly with the Burnley game on the horizon, I think you would want him to be fully firing for that game. Um, So I I think, I don't want Leicester to rest too many players, but I think Vierne Maris is one that they should uh, give the night
0: off. I don't think they can rest too many players because no, yeah. the squad doesn't look that strong. I mean, we've, we've been looking at the back four and you'd probably say that there's no choice but to play Danny Simpson, Huth and Morgan. You could probably put Chilwell in for Christian Fuchs and give Christian a rest, but there's very few options. I mean, midfield, he said that he's going to go back to the 4-4-2. So, you would imagine Danny Drinkwater would play, and although he's got a lot more options there with Nididi, Papi Mendy as well. Uh, and then, in the wide positions he's got a few uh, p- uh, options there, but uh, be interesting to see what sort of side he does put out. I mean he said an interesting line that um, uh, the chairman has said that uh, to prioritize the Premier League at the expense of the FA Cup and the Champions League, but Sir Claudio wants to win every game but be interesting to see what sort of side he puts out there and would the fans accept a defeat at Pride Park going out of the FA Cup to their East Midlands rivals at Pride Park tomorrow night.
1: Uh, no is the short answer. Um, they, I think, Leicester fans would accept a defeat if, as as long as Leicester gave it to go, played a full strength eleven. You know, you, you can never predict these games. Derby could get a, a lucky penalty and Leicester could lose one 0 and that, that would be a- acceptable in a sense. Uh, but certainly resting a lot of players, being experimental with the formation or anything like that, and then or. The sort of, if there was any sort of lack of effort, with, if it looked like the, the players were, were thinking about the Burnley game on Tuesday, I don't think that would go down uh, very well. It, I know it's only the, the FA Cup fourth round, I know there's still a few rounds to go before you, you, know, you get to Wembley, but it is a big game. Leicester have a, a very good recent record against Derby, and I'm not sure Leicester fans want to, to lose that good uh, record. Um, we've not played them in a while it's a good chance to get a a confidence boost as well after two uh, back-to-back 3-0 defeats. So, as a Leicester fan myself, I I think I speak for most Leicester fans in saying that I hope Ranieri picks a a, a good strength line-up uh, and that the players uh, have a real good go.
0: Well, yeah, let's, let's hope so, because as you say, it's, a, it's quite an important game, not just for uh, pr- uh, progress in the FA Cup, but to get back to some winning ways, to get some form and confidence on the road, because they were really poor at Southampton last weekend, and we don't want another repeat of that performance. There was a, I imagine the players had a long, hard look at themselves after that one, and certainly Claudio looked at his own tactics and approach and said it's back to basics for this game. So let's hope Leicester City can... Can get back to uh, get back to winning ways at uh, what a place to do it as well at your East Midlands rivals and that perhaps will breed some confidence going into the Burnley game and for the rest of the season. Um, but so uh, we'll we'll see what happens on tomorrow night. So check back with us on Monday for our next podcast when we uh, review everything that's gone on at Pride Park and it is transfer deadline day as well. So uh, on the Tuesday, so we'll have one last look at the transfer window and see what transpires over the weekend. So join us then. Thank you.